Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, January 10th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse, where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemot, and it means names. Exodus 2, 11-25 Sometime after that, when Moses had grown up, he went out to his kinsfolk and witnessed their labors. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his kinsmen. He turned this way and that, and seeing no one about, he struck down the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, he found two Hebrews fighting. So he said to the offender, Why do you strike your fellow? He retorted, Who made you chief and ruler over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Moses was frightened and thought, Then the matter is known. When Pharaoh learned of the matter, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh. He arrived in the land of Midian and sat down beside a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters. They came to draw water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. But shepherds came and drove them off. Moses rose to their defense and he watered their flock. When they returned to their father, Raoul, he said, How is it that you have come back so soon today? They answered, An Egyptian rescued us from the shepherds. He even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Where is he then? Why did you leave the man? Ask him in to break bread. 
Moses consented to stay with the man, and he gave Moses his daughter Zipporah as wife. She bore a son whom he named Gershom, for he said, I have been a stranger in a foreign land. A long time after that, the king of Egypt died. The Israelites were groaning under the bondage and cried out, and their cry for help from the bondage rose up to Hashem. Hashem heard their moaning, and Hashem remembered his covenant with Abraham and with Isaac and with Jacob. Hashem looked upon the Israelites, and Hashem took notice of them. Isaiah 29, 22 and 23 Assuredly, thus says Hashem to the house of Jacob, who redeemed Abraham, No more shall Jacob be shamed, no longer his face grow pale. For when he, that is his children, behold what my hands have wrought in his midst, they will hallow my name. Men will hallow the Holy One of Jacob and stand in awe of the God of Israel. And the confused shall acquire insight, and grumblers accept instruction. Matthew 8, 1-17 When he, Yeshua, was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Yeshua put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Be thou clean, and immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Yeshua said to him, See that you tell no man, but go your way, show yourself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony to them. And when Yeshua entered into Capernaum, there came to him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Yeshua said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my servant, Do this, and he does it. When Yeshua heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say to you that many shall come from the east and the west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Yeshua said to the centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so be it done unto you. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. When Yeshua was come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered to them. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, He took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Psalm 9, 13-20 Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble, which I suffer of them that hate me, you that lift me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth 
all your praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made in the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executes. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Higion, Selah. The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Yahweh, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. Proverbs 3, 1-6 My son, forget not my Torah, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them about your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. So shall you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. I want to speak to you from our reading from Proverbs chapter 3, and it's verses 5 and 6. And it reads, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Let me give you a tangible, practical example of how this principle works in your life. A couple of months ago, I had a very distressing bit of news that came my way, and my sister, who lived about 150 or 200 miles away up north near Seattle, sent me a picture of some really bad toxic mold that was growing in her carpet. And what had happened was, six months prior, the hot water heater had basically blown up and all the water spilled out all over the carpet, and the landlord had a company come out and dry the carpets out with some big fans, but they did a sloppy job and they didn't move the couch and get underneath the couch to dry it out thoroughly. And that's where the black mold was growing. Now, toxic black mold is very dangerous and the mold spores get into the air. And when you breathe it in, it causes tremendous lung disorders and you get a really, really bad cough. And if you don't get out of that environment, it can really make you extremely sick. And my sister was very, very ill. She had the bad cough. It was down deep in her lungs. And she needed to get out of that apartment and wait for the landlord to make the repairs and to replace the carpet. So I lived 200 miles away. And I was working a little part-time job at Safeway and uh, doing some other things, living with my daughter and helping with childcare with the kids. But I knew I needed to make a quick decision fast because my sister was in great, uh, it was a crisis. And I knew if I didn't act that she could end up in the hospital and even die. So I acted swiftly and prayed about it and said, Lord, I need to help my sister. I need to take a leave of absence from my job at Safeway. I don't know how I'm going to make my bills because that's about $800 a month in income, but I'm going to trust you and trust that you're going to somehow make up the difference. 
So I gave a leave of absence at Safeway and I hit the road and brought my travel trailer with me so I could stay in the trailer and went up north after Sukkot was over and picked my sister up out of her apartment and she stayed with me in my little travel trailer for about six weeks and I nursed her back to health and she did some breathing treatments with the uh, diffuser and I had her on some really good vitamins and fed her healthy food and the good fresh air and the outdoors um, really, really helped. And by the end of the six weeks, her cough was basically all gone. And by that time, the um, the problem in the apartment had been fixed and somebody had come in and treated everything to sanitize and kill the spores in the air and they had come in and cut the carpet out that had the mold and replaced it with a big patch of new carpet so it was good to go and and so she is now back home but she tells me now that when I first picked her up she was so ill she was almost tempted to have me bring her to the hospital so it was a huge leap of faith, and I had to trust the Father, trust Yeshua, who is my husband, to provide. And so what did he do? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. So I took a leap of faith and gave a leave of absence at Safeway. Well, within a few days, um, I was contacted by somebody from Israel and this person has basically, through communicating back and forth by email and then by Zoom, has um, hired me on a contractual basis to work with her to help her with some podcasting, to get her teachings out as podcasts. And so the income was replaced, and in fact, with even better pay. Um, and so I don't need to go back to Safeway. I, I'm just going to be helping with the audio podcasting with this gal from Israel. So the Lord took care of it. He is faithful. We can trust him. And so sometimes it can feel like we're stepping off of a cliff. And you're, you're saying, Lord, catch me. I just stepped off a cliff. I just took a huge leap of faith. I'm trusting you to direct my path. And recognizing the sovereignty of God, that he is sovereign, he is the most high, he is El Elyon. Nothing happens by accident or by chance. The Lord orchestrates all the circumstances in your life. He's numbered every single day in a book. Your, all the days of your life are numbered. He's numbered every hair on your head. He is thoroughly and intimately acquainted with you. He knows what you're going to say before you even say it. So he is sovereign. And one way that we lean on, not on our own understanding, but we acknowledge him, is that we wait upon the Lord for him to orchestrate circumstances. Now, I have been praying that I would have one more contract to come through so that I could quit Safeway and be free to travel. And... You know, there was another opportunity, and I sort of was knocking on the door and talking to this other person, and it just didn't go anywhere. It was a dead end, but it was me. You know, I was kind of gently knocking on the door to see if this person was interested, and it, it just was a dead end. But then when I just prayed and let it go and waited upon the Lord, then he orchestrated it. He works through circumstances. And so that's a big way that we can learn to walk 
is to wait upon the Lord and look to see how he's ordering your steps. Look to see how he's orchestrating your circumstances because he is El Elyon. He is the Most High. He is sovereign. So we acknowledge him in all of our ways and he will direct our path. Okay, I'm going to stop there and please enjoy this beautiful worship song, First Love, sung by James Block.
white robes So you won't be ashamed Ointment for your eyes That you might see Adonai Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 